0: Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to a special weekly Torah Thought for Parshat Ve'etchanan. This week's thought is taken from the notes of Rabbi Dov Wagner from Chabad of the University of Southern California. So two Jews are walking in Moscow during the darkest years of Soviet oppression. When they see a KGB officer walking towards them, Yankel the turns white. What's wrong? Muttel asks. I don't have papers. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. Muttle catches the eye of the KGB officer and takes off running down the block. Of course, the officer charges right after him. Block after block, he chases him. Finally, panting and out of breath, he runs him down. Papers, the officer breathlessly demands. Muttel quickly pulls out the documents out of his pocket to the officer's confusion. They're perfectly valid. Why were you running? He shouts. Well, Muttel says... My doctor has been on my case to exercise more. But didn't you see me running after you? The officer protests. "Sure," Mato says. "I figured your doctor told you to exercise as well." In this week's Torah portion, there's a short section about running away, about the cities of refuge. In the biblical times, if someone was involved in manslaughter or unintentionally killing another human being, they were required to go into exile as an act of atonement, moving to a designated Arei Miklat, a city of refuge that were positioned throughout the land. Outside of those cities, the family of the victim might seek vengeance on the killer, but within the cities, he was protected from harm. The Talmud describes the transportation system that was required to ease the way. Broad highways that lead to the cities, making access as easy as possible. At every single crossroads, they would place signs reading Miklat, or Sanctuary, showing the direction to go. And think about it, this was BW, before ways. Physically, we no longer have the cities of refuge, but in the Torah... Every physical reality is seen as an indicative of a spiritual truth. The cities of refuge are but a physical representation of a spiritual sanctuary. In fact, the Talmud tells us that the words of the Torah itself act as a sanctuary for all those who seek it, protecting us when we've engaged in spiritual manslaughter. Killing someone is the act of disconnecting person from their life source. In spiritual terms, when we sin, we're doing something much the same. Our body receives its life from the soul. The soul, in turn, is attached to the source of all life, to God. But when we sin, we're severing that connection, going against the divine will. Yet, even then, the words of the Torah are the sanctuary that provides us protection and refuge. And here, too, there's a system of pathways that lead us in the right direction. The path to Torah is broad and paved, accessible to all who seek it. And like the street signs, God shows us the proper way. We have the free choice, the opportunity to choose life and good or, heaven forbid, the opposite. But God, as it were, stands with a sign and calls out Miklat, choose life, and clearly delineates the path leading us to the right direction. But there's something we all have to do as well, measure for measure. If we want God to help us along the right decisions and paths in life, we need to act in the same manner ourselves. We need to go out to the crossroads, to the places and moments in life where other people face the same type of inflection points. We've got to help wherever we can. We have to be the living signpost that cries out, this way is the miklat. this way is the sanctuary. This way will lead you to the Torah, to the refuge. While down the other path is nothing but despair and destruction. The Lubavitcher Rebbe taught that it's our job, each and every one of us, to be a living signpost. Sure, it means placing yourself at the crossroads. It means leaving the Jewish strongholds, leaving Jerusalem or the the big Jewish areas of Montreal and placing yourself in a much more challenging scenario spiritually. Let's say, moving to NDG, where there are tough choices, where Jewish struggle abounds. And once there, our job is to put ourselves on the line, to try to help whoever we can, even the fleeing killer, as it were. Because if there's even a chance that we can be a positive influence, that is our purpose and mission. The Shem Tov taught that a soul comes down into this world and lives for 70 or 80 years just to do a favor for another Jew, even a material favor, how much more so a spiritual one. It's worth it for any one of us to spend our entire lives at a crossroads if by doing so we'll be able to, even just one, show another Jew the path that leads to the sanctuary of the Torah. And when we do, God shows us the path to goodness and good life as well. Go out there to the crossroads and show the path. You don't know if anyone is going to be listening to you. I don't even know if anyone's listening to me now. You don't know if they can even hear you, but that's not your problem. Your job is to be a sign, to call out and show the way. And if you do your job, You're fulfilling your purpose in this world, whether or not you can point to a specific success. Now imagine that kind of mindset, a mindset that isn't about studies and demographics, a mindset that isn't driven by career ambitions or trackable outcomes of success, rather a mindset that is all about love and concern for another person absolutely and unequivocally. A mindset that says, this is who you are. This is the purpose for which you were brought into this world. So go out and do. Go out and care. Go out there and help. We don't have to imagine such a mindset. I was lucky enough to absorb that mentality from the Rebbe, who lived it every single day. And that is what inspired us to move to NDG, to do what we're doing, to try to live up this charge. And hopefully, that's what's going to inspire you to join us in trying to be living signposts for each and every Jew, helping to bring them the love, the warmth, and the illumination that Judaism and Torah embody. I wish you a wonderful Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom. Hi there. I just wanted to let you know that I just launched a brand new website. It's theloverabbi.com, T-H-E-L-O-V-E-R-A-B-B-I.com, theloverabbi.com. And it has, um, lots of very interesting, uh, things there. Especially you can purchase, um, a lot of the different classes and, uh, lectures that I have given, um, over the past few years. And you can also take a look at the current classes and lectures that I'm giving, and the current events that I am doing on relationships. So I encourage you to go check it out. It's theloverabbi.com. Thanks so much. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four-week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do